Welcome to the Find Your Strong podcast. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay, president of Strong Fitness Magazine, founder of Team Strong Girls, and fitness coach turned fitness publisher. Each week, I'm going to give you a thought or an interview of how to build stronger bodies, stronger minds, and stronger relationships. Getting to where I am now has been nothing short of a journey of the ultimate highs and the deepest of lows. I've had my fair share of setbacks, near bankruptcy, an eating disorder, and multiple miscarriages. You name it, I lost my way time and time again. But through it all, I uncovered my purpose, which gave me the perseverance to find my strong and stay the course. I've spent more than 15 years coaching women, and I know that fitness is a vessel to help you feel strong, confident, and empowered in your body and your life. If you're looking for inspiration and motivation, you've come to the right place. You are not going to want to miss this. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for joining me on this first ever Find Your Strong podcast. I want to take this time to chat with you on why I decided to start this podcast in the first place. I think just like so many people, you feel as though you have so much information to give and share. And I've been coaching women towards weight loss and fitness for over 15 years now. And I want to take some of these intimate coaching conversations and give you all some insight on what actually happens during these types of life transformations. I've also had the pleasure and opportunity to get to know some pretty cool and amazing people, and I'm also excited to bring them on here and dive deep into personal stories of how health and fitness intersects people's lives at key turning points, helping them find strength and purpose flowing into all aspects of their lives. The women I have transformed know that it's so much more than just eating healthy and picking up weights in the gym. That's for sure part of it. But when they gain confidence within themselves and realize they can change for the better, this power and mindfulness trickles down into other areas of their lives. I've had clients who have quit their nine to fives and become clear in what they want in life. I've had clients pursue passions that they never had the courage to do before. I've even had clients make big life choices like moving or eventually getting out of toxic relationships that they could never you know, do before. When you treat your body with respect, you become clear. And sometimes you see these transformation stories, but don't know the journey or the struggle behind them. It just seems that they're so inspirational and special, and it can lead you to feel a little inadequate or that you would never be able to do something like that. I want to show you that you can. That with hard work, the right tools, and mindset, you can achieve your goals. You can find your strong too. And when this happens, other amazing things will flood towards you as well. One of the main reasons I call this the Find Your Strong podcast is because I felt quite the opposite of strong for so long. And I'll get into this a little later. But first, I want to tell you about how I grew up. I was raised in a town called Lauren Park, and my parents had a Dutch and Indonesian restaurant in the heart of Port Credit in Mississauga, Ontario, just outside of Toronto. It was owned by my grandparents before my father took it over, so I come from two generations of restaurant owners. Oh my goodness, do I ever miss the food. I was so spoiled with all the amazing home cooking Things like croquettes. If you're Dutch, you know what croquettes are. They're amazing. Um, I love the nasi, the balmy, the lumpia. The lumpia is like a gigantic egg roll with warm peanut sauce poured on top. And 
Okay, listen, I can go on and on with with food here, but I won't. (laughs) Anyways, my family was very loving and really showed me what hard work was all about. I was a dancer until I was 19, and I even spent two years at the National Ballet School of Canada, which was an amazing experience. It was serious, and it taught me self-discipline and resilience. At around age 12, my parents encouraged me to start working in the restaurant on the weekends, so I would help with cleaning and bussing the tables. As I got older, I learned waitressing and bartending and oh my goodness, those jobs are no joke. They are grueling at times. And it really taught me how to bust my butt, as well as people skills and customer service. I basically learned how to walk around with a perma smile. I remember my dad telling me, you always, always have to smile. You don't want the customers to think you're in a bad mood or that you're unapproachable. So always smile. And learning how to smile like this all the time became a little weird later on in life when I worked in an office setting, but that is a whole other story. (laughs) So I worked most weekends while my friends would go out, and I witnessed my parents put their blood, sweat, and tears into the restaurant, working very much in the business, very long hours and opposite shifts. This is something I've drawn from now that I'm a business owner of two companies, You must evolve and teach people what you do so you don't have to stay at the level that eventually will break you down. As entrepreneurs, you must continually evolve or you're going to feel stuck. And my parents were tired. They had enough for years and, and we heard about it a lot and they often had arguments about the stress of it all. Looking back now, I can clearly see what they needed. They needed to let go of all the remedial tasks and they needed to manage, not be the one doing it all. But they only knew what they knew. There was no business coaches or life coaches at the time. They were taught by their parents and they were doing the best they could. I remember my parents finally had enough and wanted to sell the restaurant. They never wanted my brother and I to take it over, which to me at the time seemed so weird because it was my life. It was a family business, and besides school and dancing, it was all I really knew. And I remember actually being very mad when they said that they were going to sell. My brother and I both said we would take it over, but I'm so, so happy that my parents said no and were firm that they didn't want that for us. I quickly realized at that point that I'm not going to have a secure job anymore, (laughs) (laughs) And I was still dancing at the time and also working out at my local gym, and I loved it. I would often watch the trainers there work with their clients, and I was so intrigued about doing that too. And when I thought about helping someone improve their fitness and strength and health, that really excited me. So I decided to take my personal training certification, and I was hired by the gym that I was going to. And at this time, I was also accepted into York University for kinesiology. So everything seemed to be aligning for me. Funny story, I remember the last few weeks of the restaurant being open, I made these posters for the regular customers to come join my boot camps in the park every morning. And some of them were pumped, but no one actually showed up. And I quickly realized that it was probably the booze talking (laughs) And that they were not my avatar, to say the least. But anyhow, I started working in the gym. I would start at 5 a.m. and work until 8 a.m. 
and then head to school during the day and be back at night to train two or three more clients. And this time was actually a very, very difficult time in my life. I had recently lost my very close aunt who was like a big sister to me. She was 38 years old and passed away of lung cancer very quickly, six months after being diagnosed. Um, It was somebody I spoke to every single day. Uh, She was like that older sister, even mother figure for me. Uh, Sadly, she left her four-year-old daughter as well, who is now like a sister to me. And at this time, my mom was going through a tough time, the loss of her sister, and also stepping into a role of being my little cousin's mom. And we started to drift apart. Uh, my friends had also left for university. They all they all left the city and, and went elsewhere for university. So I felt really alone. And I was also really crazy busy with my school and personal training. And this is when my eating disorder started. I basically had no time to eat, but when I did, I would completely binge and then feel horribly guilty and would throw it up. But through this torturous time, I also started to get a ton of compliments on how I looked. I had lost like 15 pounds from high school, and when I saw any of my friends, they would say how amazing I looked. I started to get noticed by some people in the fitness industry, and I began to get offered photo shoots for magazines. And the attention I was getting for my looks and my body trumped everything else I was going through at the time. I mean, I think a lot of girls and a lot of women go through this. They put their own self-worth and struggles aside, and there's so much focus on looks and body image. I remember feeling so zoned in on what I was eating, what I wasn't eating. I was like completely cutting out carbs and calories and doing way too much cardio. I think at one point I was doing like two hours of cardio a day and like barely eating 600 calories. And I was still binging and purging. This consumed me. And this went on for for a few years. And of course, a bunch of things happened in between. But my final aha moment was when I was prepping for a professional photo shoot. And I was also training a client on the gym floor. And I fainted while training my client. It was the most mortifying moment. I had been doing way too much cardio, eating way too little. And it turns out that these are incredibly common pitfalls. Almost all women fall victim to. And, you know, at that time, I knew there had to be a much healthier strategy for achieving a healthy and sustainable lifestyle. I felt like a fraud. Like here I was training my clients and and preaching healthy lifestyles and taking care of yourself and eating healthy. And I was the most unhealthiest person in the room. This was my wake-up call. I remember it so clearly. I knew I had to get healthier or I was going to die. I decided to go back to school for, for holistic nutrition, and I was committed to discovering a protocol that was healthy and easy and that works to help women, you know, lose weight the healthy way and, you know, fuel their body properly. I began to fuel my body properly and I began to train smarter and not harder and lifting weights, you know, shaping the body, doing fun Metcon and hit work instead of the long steady state cardio. 
And my body began to respond. I was stronger. I was healthier. I was less food obsessed. My life quality improved drastically. And I became clear and motivated. And I knew what I wanted in life. This was the key turning point when I found my strong. And shortly after, it became a mission of mine to help every woman find their strong just like I did, leaving their insecure life behind and coming into their own. It's when I started the Team Strong Girls coaching platform. And fast forward to today, I've been able to help tens of thousands of women gain confidence and strength and empower them through fitness to love their bodies and live their best lives. But you know what? We always go through things. We're always finding strengths we didn't know we had. And this is what I want to share with you. I am so passionate about sharing strong stories, and this is what you will get from joining me on my Find Your Strong podcast. We all go through struggles, but it's how we turn our struggles into strengths. Strong means empowerment, confidence, always growing, evolving, and helping others to grow too. And I hope you join me and my guests on this journey of strength. So I'll leave you with this. Are you ready to find your strong? And that's a wrap on another episode. Guys, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I just love being able to share these strong stories and thoughts with you. And I hope you were able to take away a piece of inspiration from today. If there's one favor I could ask, please keep sharing, post a screenshot, share a direct link with a friend, or post a review and help spread the word so more people can tune in and find their strong. And if you ever wanted to subscribe to our Strong Fitness Magazine and get the physical copy mailed to your doorstep for more inspiration and motivation, I will include the link in the show notes and please feel free to use my Strong Girl 3 discount code to save. Guys, I cannot wait for the next show. I'm Jennifer Van Barneveld Pay. Take care and... Stay strong.